Welcome to the official podcast of Apostolic Lighthouse. We'd like to thank you for listening today. We pray this message blesses you and encourages you to see that God is working in your life. Enjoy the message. We have two more lessons on our series, uh, What Shall I Fear? Lesson six is tonight, and it is called Thankfulness. Thankfulness. And we're just going to read one verse before you're seated. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 And everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Amen. You may be seated. Thankfulness. You know, the author, uh, you know, she wrote this book based on many of the struggles and times of uh, hard times she went through. And... She uh, was going through uh, another struggling time with fear and anxiety and tormenting thoughts. And she reached out to a mentor lady of hers for guidance and for prayer. And the, the mentor just told her, looked at her and said, Tracy, you need to thank him for this. And it's just like, she's just like, what? You know, like, what do you mean? And, and she knew what she meant, but, you know, it's easier said than done sometimes. You know, she, she knows that scripture, and she knew that thanking God in everything, and everything is not just the good times, it's everything, it's the will of God. But she was just going, you know, through so many things at that time, and when this lady said, you need to thank him for this, and, and she thought to herself, thank him for my paralyzing fear, Thank him for my anxiety. Thank him for the dread I'm feeling throughout the day and every day. And then she said to herself, you know what? She's right. Thank him for every single thing we go through because it's the will of God. And the will of God is not always an easy thing, but it's the best thing. Amen. And we should all strive to do the will of God, not just in things like this, but in everything. You know, the will of God is not always popular, but we still need to do it. The will of God, we don't feel like doing it sometimes, but we still need to do it. Amen. Sometimes the will of God doesn't make sense when God's asking us to do something. Amen. But we still need to do it. Amen. When we begin to thank Him for our times of troubles, trials, and tribulations, something wonderful will happen. First, it'll bring a ray of hope to our heart and soul and strengthen our faith because when we thank him in advance for what we're going through, for what he's going to get us through, amen, then our faith is lifted up because we are being positive. Thank, thanking some uh, God for things we're going through that are negative, that's a positive step toward getting out of that thing. Amen. And then and the next great thing that will happen is God will take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it around for our good. Praise God. I like that one. You remember the story of Joseph in Genesis when he was the 11th of 12 brothers. He was kind of probably a little spoiled. His dad gave him a special coat of many colors. And we know the story, but we know that his brothers were jealous. They put it through him in a pit. They talked about killing him. And then his older brother Reuben was trying to let him go. But before he got to him, he got sold into uh, 
slavery and then into Egypt. And then he went through all these things and thrown into prison, forgotten in prison. And finally, the dreams that he had came true. And then when uh, all 13 years later, from the time he had the dreams till the time he was the second in command to Pharaoh in Egypt and had all that power. And then his brothers came because of the famine and they didn't recognize him, but he knew them. And he finally, in tears and weeping, pulled his brothers aside into the side room and revealed himself unto his brothers. And he told them this in Genesis 50, 20. But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good. It took 13 years, but it came around. And sometimes we have to wait through our trial and tribulation. We don't know how long it's going to be, but we know if we're thankful, we're going to get out of it faster than if we are just all bad attitude about it. Amen. So don't let your battle with fear and anxiety drive you further from God. That's what the enemy's purpose is, and that's what his hope is. Rather, let it cause you to get closer to him. Seek him more in prayer. Seek him more in fasting, and dig deeper into his word. Amen. I mean, there's a song that we have in one of these prayer CDs, uh, you know, that we play. And it talks about, you, you know, uh, talking about they, they talk to the devil and say, you, you, you shouldn't have messed with me because now I'm mad. Now I'm not going to, you're not driving me away from God. Now I'm going to pray like never before. I'm going to fast like never before. Now I'm going to come against you like never before. Amen. And you know what? The enemy doesn't know what to do with a person that thanks God no matter what happens to them. He, that frustrates him. He thinks, all right, I got him right where I want him. And then look at that. They're praying like never before. They just added another fast day. They're, they're just added another chapter to their reading. Amen. They just went and told 10 people about Jesus. And now I'm, I, I think I made a mistake here. I should have left him alone. Amen. The enemy doesn't know what to do with somebody, amen, that thanks God no matter what, praises God no matter what, comes to church no matter what, prays no matter what. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Saying thank you is easy to do when you receive exactly what you asked for. Thank you. I wanted that, you know, bike with the rims and, you know, or the big, you know, back when we were growing up, the big boom box where you carry it on your, you know, whatever. Uh, you know, they don't really, I don't see those much more. Everything is all, you know, online and all that stuff. But when you got exactly what you wanted, you know, you clipped out the little coupon or, you know, you tore out the, the, thing, the advertisement and you gave it to your parents. This is what I want for Christmas. Amen. When you know when you get that pay raise at work that you exactly asked for, when you get that 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 good report from the doctor that you were expecting. Amen. And, and that gift you you wanted from for birthday or Christmas or whatever. You know, it's easy to say thank you on that, but it's a different story when you don't get what you ask. Amen. And you don't receive them in the time you ask them. Amen. We ask God to take away the pain. We ask God to take away this sorrow. We ask God to take away the trial we're going through. And sometimes it doesn't happen right away. Amen. But we got to just stay thankful. Amen. Because he knows where we're at. Amen. 
He knows where we're at. Praise God. Like Job said, he knows the way that I take. Amen. Amen. And I shall come forth as pure gold when I get through this. Praise the Lord. For the trying of your faith is more precious than of fine gold tried by the fire. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 1 said, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Amen. So we hope for things that have not happened yet. And we look for things that we have not seen any evidence of. Amen. Our faith takes the place of what we're hoping for and looking to see in our lives. Amen. So God honors faith and God honors faithfulness. Amen. And that's two different things, faith and faithfulness. Now, Jesus, he complimented faith in the Bible. Several times in the New Testament, the Gospels, we read when a Roman centurion came to Jesus and said, my, my servant at, at home is very sick and uh, I, 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 you don't need to go. You just speak the word. I, I, I know you can do it. You just speak the word. And, and the Bible said, Matthew 8, 10, when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, assuredly, I say to you, I have not found such great faith, not in Israel, because it was a Roman centurion that was, at, that was telling him this. Amen. He goes, I'm, I'm a man over authority. I tell my soldiers to go and do this and they do it. And I don't even think anything about it. So I don't need you to come to my house, Jesus. Amen. Because I know you are, uh, have authority. Amen. Over that sickness. And I know if you'll just speak the word, when I get back home, my servant will be healed. And then Jesus marveled and he, he complimented and he trumpeted, amen, great faith. When the, the woman with, and she, this woman who wasn't a, uh, uh, she was a Syrophoenician woman, she wasn't a Jewish woman, she came to Jesus and she's the one where you remember the story uh, that she, she said, hey, it's not, uh, uh, you know, she asked for help and Jesus said, it's not time, you know, to uh, give the children's bread to the dogs. Uh, it's not time. In other words, I I'm here for the children. I'm here for the Israelites right now. I'm here for God's people. It's not time for the Gentiles yet. In other words, he was saying, that's for the church age and all that stuff. And she said, yeah, but the, the dogs eat the crumbs that drop from the master's table. Amen. When the kids are eating their donut, a chunk drops and the dog's got it right there. Just like my dog. Boom, he's on anything that drops. Amen. And when she said this, she got a blessing that she wasn't supposed to get. Amen. The Gentiles weren't supposed to get anything until after, amen, the church age started. Praise God. But because of her faith, Jesus made an exception and said in Matthew 15, 28, then Jesus answered, said, oh, woman, great is your faith. Let it be to you as you desire. And when she went home, her daughter was free of that demon. Amen. Jesus complimented faith. So we got to have thanks because when we're thankful, it helps our faith. Amen. It's part of faith. Amen. Because prayer includes faith and thanksgiving and praise and, and listening and meditating. And when our hearts are full of gratitude, even before God answers our prayers, we are showing God his, our confidence and his ability to do the miraculous. Amen. So thankfulness and gratitude are steps toward faith so we, so we can stretch our faith today and every day with words of thanksgiving 
Amen. Stretch it and exercise it and use it. Psalms 34, 1 through 8. Uh, the author just gave these eight verses of this chapter. So we're just going to read them. It's powerful. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. I'm hearing all his fears and all his troubles. You like that? Amen. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Amen. And then the last verse, verse 8 here. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Amen. Praise God. Taste and see that the Lord is good. Praise God. The author talked about her daughter, her little, little daughter, who would just about try anything that she served her. Now, I wasn't that way. I'd sit there and stare at a, at a plate full of peas, green peas. I'd stay there and I wouldn't eat them. I tried all kinds of things to get rid of those peas. Amen. I, we would have milk for dinner. I would take a mouthful of peas and then I'd act like I'm drinking milk and I'm spitting the peas in the milk and I was hoping they didn't see the bobbing peas inside the milk. Amen. Or I'd, I'd, I'd take a mouthful and I'd wipe my mouth and I'd throw peas under the table and say, I'll get those later. Amen. But then my dad and my mom were on to me and my dad said, you're going to eat those peas. And everybody was up and they were doing their homework or watching the, uh, the shows or playing around or whatever they were doing. And here I was, one light over the table, staring at the peas on the plate. And I wasn't moving. And it was like, you know, it was a stalemate. And if it wasn't for my mom, after almost an hour just sitting at the table, I couldn't leave. My dad wouldn't let me. She had mercy on me. Okay, you can go. And I'm like, whoo. Praise God. So I wasn't like uh, this author's daughter. She liked anything. Anything that he, she would give vegetables and all kinds of things. She just, just liked it, you know. And some foods, of course, we know are an acquired taste. And the older I get, much to the uh, um, happiness of my wife, the older I get, the more she can cook whatever she wants. And I'll, I'll eat it without like, what's in there? I'm taking that out. Amen. And so, but some foods are an acquired taste. And so this daughter came to realize that her mother would not serve her anything that's not good. So she trusted her mother. And she says, you know what? I'm just going to try everything my mom puts down because I, there's a track record that everything that she's put out has been good. And I trust her now. And that's what she was saying. And so when we are in distress or hurting and words, words of praise and thanksgiving sometimes are an acquired taste. It's hard to, to get those words out. But you know what? You can trust him. Amen. So taste and see that the Lord is good. No matter what we're going through any day of the week, he's still good. Let's taste and see and let's let those words of praise. And I think the words of praise and thanksgiving that come out during times that we're going through the hardest times, those are more precious to God than when we are at the top of the mountain. Amen. So we need to ask ourselves tonight, what kind of words 
do you fill your mouth with when your things are not going your way? Amen. Uh, and are we fighting off doubt and fear and anxiety with good words and not just words of like, you know, like Eeyore, you know, Winnie the Pooh? Well, I knew it was going to be a bad day and I wasn't disappointed. <laughs> right? We need words of thanksgiving and, and praise and, instead of words of discouragement. Let's do our best to put, amen, to put words of, of thanksgiving and praise in our mouth. Praise God. Let's do our best, amen, to, to put uh, our, our words of excitement and, and all those things, amen. Let's do our best to let the Lord, amen, be good in our lives and make our boast, like that scripture we read, make our boast about the Lord. Amen. Praise God. Instead of, instead of magnifying the, and making this, this the thing we're going through, and yeah, I'm not saying it's not a mountain. I'm not saying it's not serious or whatever, but nothing's bigger than God. Amen. Let's make our boast of God. God's bigger. Amen. I'm going to say, hey, my dad, my father in heaven, it's bigger than this sickness. He's bigger than this problem at work. He's bigger than this issue at home. He's bigger. Amen. Let's magnify him. Let's exalt him. Let's seek him. We will not be ashamed and he will hear us. Praise God. It's always good to be specific with your thanksgiving unto God. Acts chapter uh, 4 verse 12. You know, one, po one powerful way to be specific with your thanksgiving is being thankful for his name. Amen. Because his name is something we should be using every day in praise, calling on him when we're in trouble or whatever it is, or just thanking him. Amen. It's always good to be specific and we can be specific in his name. Acts 4, 12, neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. So we, we say, thank you, Jesus, because your name is the only one with the power to save. Amen. Amen. Philippians 2, verse 9. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of things in heaven and of those on earth and those under the earth. Amen. So I say, thank you, Jesus, because there's no other name higher than yours. And even my enemy... The spirit of fear is subject to your name and will bow to your name. Fear will bow. Anxiety will bow. Tormenting thoughts will bow. Amen. And we know Satan will bow. Amen. Thou believest there's one God. You do well. The devils also believe and tremble at the great power of the one God with the one name whose name is Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh, thank you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm talking about being thankful for his name. Praise God. We can use a name anytime something tries to come against us. Use the name. In Jesus' name, I rebuke that. In Jesus' name, I pray against that. Praise God. 
Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Amen. Sometimes I don't know what the will of God is. Sometimes you don't know what the will of God is. Amen. We know the general will of God, but when we're talking about specifically what, what fork in the road should I take, God, to the left or to the right? Where should I go in my life for certain things? Amen. We don't know what the will of God is, but I know what? Amen. I can pray against the will of the devil. I can pray against every other will that's contrary, and I'll pray against it in Jesus' name. Lord, until you clearly show me what the will of God is, I will pray against every other will so that I I will not mistakenly take gold down the wrong road. Jesus. Praise God. Amen. John 14, 13. Whatsoever you ask in my name, that I will do. If, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. So I say thank you, Jesus, because your name has the power to answer my prayer. Amen. And 1 Corinthians 6, 11, and such were some of you, but you are washed, you're sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus and by the spirit of our God. So I say, thank you, Jesus, because your name justifies me. Amen. It's by the grace of God I am what I am. It's your name that makes me righteous, your spirit and your blood. Amen. So thank you for your name because just speaking your name brings peace to me. Just speaking it. Nehemiah 9 verse 5, the Bible said, the Levites said, stand up and bless the Lord your God forever and ever. Blessed be your glorious name, which is exalted above all blessing and praise. Amen. So don't let yourself be down in the dumps. Stand up. Rise above your pain, anxiety, fear, and everything else that's trying to exalt itself in your life and bless the Lord and lift up His name. Say it with me one more time. One time anyway. Blessed be your glorious name. Let's say it together. Blessed be your glorious name. Let's say it again. Blessed be your glorious name. Blessed be be your glorious name. I praise your name, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Feel the presence of the Lord in the house. Amen. You know, we're human, and some days we feel like there could be a day where we feel like there's nothing to be thankful for. The enemy of our soul loves to try and make us believe that somehow God has failed us. But remember, those negative thoughts come from a liar. Amen. I don't receive those things. Numbers 23, 19, God is not a man that he should lie. We can't compare God to people. People have let us down, but God will never let us down. God is not a man that he should lie, nor a son of man that he should repent or change his mind about uh, the, what he says. He has said, and will he not do? Amen. Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Yes, he will. 
Amen. God will not lie because God cannot lie, the Bible said. In fact, the Bible said it's impossible for God to lie. It's not part of his nature. And then he, you know, what did he tell us? So since he hasn't lied, amen, he's told us some things that we can take all the way, amen, and get out of our situation. He said he'll never leave you, amen, so you better believe he will never leave you, amen. He said he will work all things together for your good so you can count on the fact that your trial is not in vain. He's going to teach you something. He's going to help you through it. He said he loved you with an everlasting love. And guess what? He does. Amen. He said that he's gone away to prepare a place for you. And he will come again and receive you and bring you to where he is. And you better believe he is coming again. We're waiting for that. Amen. John 14, 6, Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. No one comes to the Father except through me. He's the way. He's the truth and the life. So lift up your voice, rejoice, and be glad because he's got all these promises. Amen. Let's thank him always for telling us only the truth. Let him know you believe in him and you trust him. Tell him that every day. Praise God. And we know the story of, uh, of Balaam. He's the one that with a donkey talked to him. And we're not going to get into it uh, other than just basically the fact that King Balak, uh, he was uh, the king of Moab. He, he, he hired Balaam to curse the people of God. And Balaam was a prophet. And each time the enemy of God's people tried to curse them, the answer was the same. You cannot curse those whom God has already blessed. Amen. And he tried, he tried on top of this mountain. And he told Balaam, he, well, maybe that mountain's not a good mountain. Here, go after, offer, offer sacrifice on this mountain over here. And maybe you'll get a better, uh, you know, view to curse these people down in the wilderness, in the valley. And every time, amen, he did it. It was the same thing. And after King Balak's final attempt to curse God's people, the Bible said, Balaam spoke from the word, from God's word. And Numbers 23, 21 said, yeah, Balaam said, he has not observed iniquity in Jacob, nor has he seen wickedness in Israel. The Lord his God is with him, and the shout of a king is among them. God brings them out of Egypt. He has strength like a wild ox. It is now, it now must be said of Jacob and of Israel, oh, what God has done. Amen. So Balak finally said, get out of here, Balaam. You're, you're not doing what I asked you to do. Amen. Praise God. So every time the enemy of our souls tries to curse us, Jesus, our King, stands up and proclaims, you cannot curse what I have blessed. Amen. That's why we got to be thankful, folks. You cannot curse what I have blessed. Amen. Oh, what God has done for us and will continue to do for us if we will have a heart and a mouth full of thanksgiving unto Him. Amen. Let's keep a right attitude and spirit, if, if at all possible. Amen. When we're going through tough times and keep our praise unto God and our thanksgiving unto God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And, uh, you know, last, last week we had a homework assignment, which, but I'm not even going to ask anybody if anybody did it. That's fine. No worries. 
We talked about prayerfully reading Psalms 118, Psalm 91, and uh, praise God. And uh, I'm giving another little homework assignment uh, for because uh, the author did, so I thought I'd pass it along to you. Uh, and that's prayerfully read Psalms chapter 116. Psalms chapter 116. Amen. What an incredible message. Thank you again for joining us on the podcast, and may God bless you.